0: Welcome to Thriving in Midlife podcast, where we are learning to rise and live beyond mediocre. For women in their 40s and 50s, join this community to become the best version of yourself. I'm Cheryl Esch, the creator of this podcast, with the desire to see all women in their 40s and 50s live to their fullest potential. So let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Thriving in Midlife podcast. I hope everyone's doing well and they had a chance to listen to my last episode, which talked about my journey of my health and how my mother's health influenced that. So I hope you had a chance to listen to that in honor of my mother um, that got released around Mother's Day. Anyways, today's topic is a topic I strongly believe in. And there's many, but this particular one I do practice on a daily basis as best I can. And it is detoxing. Because we live in a world where we are bombarded with toxins on a daily basis, I believe we must be proactive in our detox practices. Because toxins come from our environment, our water, what we eat, stress, medications, and even personal hygiene products. And although the word toxins can make us think of pollution or nuclear waste, um, toxins can be anything the body has difficulty flushing out of our systems. And since detox has become such a large topic, and it's also a buzzword in the health and fitness profession, Today I thought I would discuss just the broader overview of the topic. We'll talk about what are toxins, where are they coming from, and what is the effects on our bodies. And then at the end I will offer three simple and very safe steps you can do daily to optimize how your body processes toxins. And I may go a little deeper in the topic on another episode. But for today I'm just going to talk about some the basis, the overview of why we need to detox and what is this anyways, right? So in my experience, there's actually two different perspectives among fellow health and wellness coaches on the topic of detoxing. Now, I even had a agreement to disagree discussion with a fellow fitness professional one time on this very topic. There is one group of people that believe the body is naturally designed to detox on its own and doesn't need any assistance or detox programs. And then if you eat healthy, again, there's no need to detox. And they're not entirely wrong. Our bodies are geniusly created with a digestive and filter system that processes anything that's wrong. Our bodies just it evacuates it through our skin, our breath, lymphatic system, kidneys, our liver and colon functions all have great capacities to do this. And that's how we were just so beautifully designed to be able to do that naturally without any assistance um the other camp of prof- professionals do understand that this natural design does happen in our bodies but also sees the massive amounts of toxic burden on our bodies being carried over time and as we age these systems don't always perform to their optimum capacity and that's why there's assistance needed for detoxing and as you might have gathered i'm in the latter camp mm-hmm. Um, and for personal reasons, I'm in the latter camp. I personally have had, I've had what's called a sluggish liver since I was in my 20s, which makes detoxing a challenge for me, um, whether I allow it to happen naturally or by way of implementing a detox protocol, which in my experience never really go well for me. So I can see why. And I think the other argument that many professionals will have is that detoxing is not safe and that it can, you know, make you feel sick or lousy. And some of that is true. And so there are various ways to do it. And I'm not talking about, um, this hardcore detox kind of all or nothing type of, um, information or programming because those never have worked for me. Um, since I do have issues with my natural system being able to do it on its own, but I've also witnessed how necessary this whole detox idea is when it comes to people that may have chronic illnesses. For example, my mother, when she was battling cancer, she had to do daily detox in some way every day, um, And as I mentioned before, you can listen to maybe episode 6 if you want to hear more on that story. Um, But there's a vast number of chronic diseases that that are a result of exposure to toxins over time, and it even contributes to cancer. But let's start at the beginning. What are toxins? In general, toxins are just any foreign substance that enters our body by way of breathing it in. Through our food or water, maybe contact with our skin, maybe through our emotions we produce toxins even, and even we produce toxins by having unbalanced hormones too. So daily the body performs detoxification, as we all know, through breathing, through sweating, through our bowel movements. It even knows how to get rid of foreign substances such as like a bacteria that might cause food poisoning by reacting really quickly with ways to clear that unsafe food. Um, If you've ever had food poisoning, you know that it will come out very violently through vomiting or diarrhea. And that's your body's way of expelling and getting rid of that foreign substance. So that's a toxin as well. So it's a bacteria toxins are everywhere these days um so if you look back to like the 1940s versus now um, it's off the charts Um, and I used to have a stat but I don't have it in front of me so but there's a great book where that information can be found it's called The Detox Solution by Dr. Patricia Fitzgerald if you want a little more info on that um, but if unless you live on a deserted island or far from civilization, you are being exposed to toxins daily. There's no way around it in our world, especially in this industrial world that we live in, the U.S. So toxins are in our water. They're in the air with pollution. They're in cleaning supplies. They're in our foods, building materials, lawn care prescription drugs, and personal care products. And since some of these toxins are really out of our control, I think if you want to travel down this road of trying to detox your your body or your environment, the first thing you should do is focus on what you can control and then reduce exposure to those things where you can as well. So just to name a few of these toxins, and there's just... So many. Um, Obviously, some big ones are pesticides, which has been a hot topic as well, particularly glyphosate, um, which relates to Roundup. Fluoride in our water, chlorine in our water. Plastics also had a big heyday and everybody going um, BPA-free. But there's still a lot of um, foods that are packaged in plastics, that would leach into onto your foods, or even into your bottled water. Um, pollution, of course, cigarette smoke, air fresheners—that's a big one for me. I can't stand them; they make me sick. Uh, parabens, which are in your personal care items, uh, gas fuel, building materials—I think I might have mentioned that earlier—and there's many more. Um, they actually say inside an office environment alone there are more than 250 toxins identified as what they call indoor office smog. Now, luckily, many of us are working from home still. So these toxins, we can uh, definitely work to minimize uh, within our lives. But what do toxins do to your body? Particularly long-term is what I'm mainly looking at. Yeah, sometimes you have a one-time Deal. For example, I only drink um, purified water through my Berkey and I carry it with me. I don't buy bottled water, but have there been occasions when I have? Yes. So for me, the toxins I'm getting from that bottled water, from the paraben, I mean, the, the plastics, uh, would be something I could rid pretty well through my body. But long term, where you're constantly being bombarded by these toxins can cause chronic health complaints such as allergies, fatigue, chronic pain, digestive disturbances, hormonal imbalances, skin disorders, and even cancer. So I'm going to read you some indicators of toxicity that you might be experiencing in your body. And these could also, of course, be related to maybe some other health issue. But in general, um, indicators of toxicity include frequent fatigue, compromised digestion, chronic constipation, unpleasant skin eruptions, poor stress management, powerful food cravings, debilitating depression, frequent colds and flu, reoccurring headaches, I do hear that one a lot um, in people, Um, insomnia or sleeping too many hours, pain in joints, that one too, is pretty prominent, no sense of purpose, self-defeated belief system, mood swings, and compromised sexual function. So if that describes some of the Issues you may be facing you may want to consider looking into um, detoxing your body and finding simple but um, non-invasive ways to uh, clear out your body so you may be asking but how do I know that I need to detox obviously if you're having some of those symptoms um, there are others so, aside from getting a very in depth blood work or urine analysis done, like I actually had done in February, where it even told me about some gut issues that I have that I wasn't aware of, actually, but, um, and other things, uh, very, very eye opening for sure. Um, there is another way to go. But before I go on, if you are eating right now, you may want to pause this podcast and finish your meal first. Okay, are we are we done eating? Or we did we put our food down? I am not personally bothered by what I'm going to discuss next because it was often a topic of conversation growing up in my family, unlike other families. <laughs> are you ready? Okay, to determine if you need to detox, we need to discuss bowel movements. Poop, yes. So, do you poop every day? Or are you one of those that goes every third day, which is really bad. Um, you definitely need to detox if that's you, and evaluate your diet and potential gut, gut issues. Okay, so maybe you're one of those that does go once a day, and you think that's enough. Well, you may be wrong. Uh, two times a day is good, and they even say three times a day is acceptable. But you also have to consider the consistency of your poop, <laughs> So obviously having very loose bowels or diarrhea is not good and nor is the opposite where it's hard to, to go and maybe even hurts to push. Um, that just means you're constipated and that, that has been in your system far too long and that's also not a good sign. The color can be important too but I'm not gonna get too much into that uh, and have you examine your poop But one thing is if it is black, um, it could mean it definitely has been in your system too long um, and that you would need to work on kind of better uh, gut health and definitely work on detoxing. However, your bowel movements could be black if you intentionally ingested charcoal tablets or you ate blue dye. So yes, blue dye will turn your poop black. Um, and obviously if you do have blood in your stool, that you want to go see a doctor right away. Okay. Um, but in general, most people don't evacuate enough and in functional medicine, it, it is actually believed that eating stimulates a bowel movement when you have a healthy gut. So that's kind of the overview of detox. And I, like I said earlier, I'm not into the hardcore, um, detox programs that might be out there and so I'm going to just offer you these are very three easy non-invasive and even free I should say mostly free um, ways to aid your body in detoxing okay and this is something two of them I do daily and the other one is something I do more weekly just once once or twice a week so um, the first thing that you can do A very simple routine that you can do every morning is to have a cup of hot filtered water and lemon, just like tea, but it's just hot water and lemon. Do it first thing upon rising, before eating or consuming anything else, before your coffee, because this practice helps to stimulate the digestive system and possibly initiate a cleansing evacuation first thing in the morning. It can prevent constipation. And the lemon contains so much vitamin C and it creates a more alkaline pH in your body. And an alkaline environment is super hard on any kind of illness or virus or bacteria that might try to invade your body because they can't thrive in an alkaline environment. So that's even just good for... COVID, right? To maybe prevent any kind of illness or virus coming your way. Um, so warm lemon water can aid in weight loss too. And I've been practicing this off and on for almost 30 years. It was something I'm sure my mom did and taught me. Um, and in the early years, I actually would add honey to it. Um, so it was more like a tea. Um, but I've reduce my sugar intake that I don't use honey anymore and I just do hot water and lemon only. So that would be one simple, simple routine to help get those juices flowing in the morning. Um, The second simple action you can take is by activating your lymphatic system through what's called rebounding. Okay, what is rebounding, you ask? Well, It's when you use this mini trampoline, essentially, and you bounce on it. I do mine every morning. Again, do it in the morning. Again, it helps sort of stimulate the lymphatic system to get moving. Because our lymphatic system actually doesn't have a pump. Like our heart has a pump, a valve and pumps. It is activated by movement. So, of course, movement could be another way to help keep your lymphatic system Um, operating optimally you know like staying active with walking will help get the lymphatic fluids moving and i've been using this method probably since the 90s and again it was something my parents got into my dad actually i think still rebounds and he's 84 um so that would be, all you need to do is just go, um, I got my rebounder there's, you can get expensive ones, which my parents did, but you can get a really cheap one. Like I went to Academy or you can maybe even go to a Dick's or some other, um, sports place. And I think I paid like 30 bucks for mine and it's, it's fine. It works perfectly. Or maybe you have one left over from your kids when your kids had a little trampoline or something <laughs> that you could Potentially use there, okay. And then the third easy step you can take to assist with detoxing is fasting. And this is just more of an an occasional thing. Uh, Fasting gives your digestive system a break and it allows for detoxification to happen without overburdening your body because it's trying to either digest food or um, other things. So. There's a variety of fasting methods. But to get you started, you can simply just delay when you eat your first meal of the day. So you can go anywhere from 12 hours to 16 hours. Um, So let's say you finish your dinner at 7 o'clock at night. And then you would just wait till 11 a.m. the next day to have your next meal. And that is what they call the 16-8 method. So you're going 16 hours of fasting and you have eight hours to eat meals, whether that's two meals or maybe three smaller meals. Mm -hmm. Or you could do a 24-hour fast um, of just clear liquids and bone broth. However, if you're new to fasting, I don't advise starting here. I do try to do a liquid fast once a week and we will also often do the 16-8 as well from time to time. And that's just a nice break for your body and again, it's a simple, easy tool to use. Um, doesn't cost anything. Um, and it's good practice to just not, be, uh, not eat so much too. Because for me, the challenge is to not eat after 7 p.m. So maybe that's your challenge too. So uh, to recap, we talked about what are toxins. Where do they come from? And I mentioned their variety of different places, what they do to the body. And then I just offered three simple free strategies in which you could use to start this whole process. Now, I'd really like to dive deeper into some of this and maybe some later episodes. And for example, I would likely spend a whole episode just talking about. Um, liquids like waters and what you should be drinking and not drinking for example Uh, no soda pops of course but um, that could be safe for another episode but the good news here is that there are many ways that you can learn to mitigate the effects of toxin exposure and you just need the knowledge and I have provided some of that here today hopefully for you that will kind of get you on your journey um, on this process and just understanding how important it is. Uh, so start here. Don't go to those twenty-day detox and you know only be able to eat raw vegetables the whole twenty-one days and um and then you're just miserable usually and having some issues maybe with your bowels but I hope this helps you and again if you have any questions you can private message me or even my email is in the the bio and so you can reach me there and I hope you enjoyed this and that you will join me on a detox journey as I do this daily for myself so that I feel um, vibrant and I have energy. So thanks. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends, please. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And I hope that if you are not a current subscriber, that you will subscribe as you can find me anywhere on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Overcast. And I'm also on Instagram under Thriving in Midlife, all one word. So please share this with your friends. Leave a review or any comments. And don't forget to rise above and thrive.